You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. And well, we're dissecting what seems to be the, the uh, post-trade week sort of shock, I suppose, in the sacking of Brett Ratton. And who better to run through that than joined by one of the stars from the age, uh, Peter Ryan, joins us on the line. Hello, Peter. G'day, boys. How are you? Yeah, it's a pretty um, dramatic end to what has been a busy week. So, Pete, just clear up for us. How did this play out? So they signed Brett Ratton to a two-year contract extension and then commit to a review. How, yeah. how many things can you get wrong in this process? Uh, yeah, well, we'll go through the process and you can probably almost get a buzzer going off every time <laughs> you identify something that's gone wrong, probably be the easiest. But I think, uh, look, they they made the commitment to him in, I think it was July, after they were probably won eight of their first 11 and looked on track to the finals um, to extend him out until 2024. The concerning thing that... Um, Andrew Bassett said today was that they had reservations even then, that mm. they wanted to give him the opportunity to prove he could coach and, and give a level of confidence to the players and certainty and so on, which seems extraordinary, even though, and then be prepared to wear the payout if uh, faced with a realisation that they'd got it wrong, rather than waiting until um, the end of the season to make that decision. Wow, well, there's the buzz they, just gone there, Pete. That's, yeah, that's a yeah, huge that's right. fail by St Kilda. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible. And then, uh, obviously, the season didn't go as anticipated for St Kilda and they lost eight of their last 11 and reversed their first half of the year, missed out on the finals. And uh, Andrew Bassett decided that he needed to get more involved because his estimation and from what he'd been told by the experts as to what, how they were tracking wasn't um, playing out in time, real time. And uh, instigated that review... Uh, led by himself and by Simon Lethleen, who was the head of the footy department, which is the department being reviewed, um, who was then said to be promoted to CEO, and brought in David Noble, who's obviously a highly regarded administrator that had been recently sacked from North Melbourne, and a board member, Jason Blake, running that review. Um, And they started to find out things uh, weren't as rosy in the footy department as they thought they were. Well, here there goes the buzzer again, Pete, because if the man who constructed this football department in Simon Lethleen becomes the CEO, why is he not answering for these failures? Well, that's the question, isn't it? I mean, you have to wonder how you can be promoted. You can run a football department that gets reviewed and be promoted to CEO as the coach gets sacked. It's not a great reflection on the footy club, I wouldn't have thought, and the decision makers. Um, So then they go through that process, and they're, they're... they're not communicating, uh, Andrew Bassett admits today, to Brett Ratton some of the things that they figure are his shortcomings along the way. Um, they're actually not able to have those hard conversations. They come to the conclusion with the review that they 
probably need to move on the coach. And now I've just written a piece for the age. Andrew Bassett went on a cruise um, from New York to Montreal with Lindsay Fox for his 85th oh, birthday. Yes. <laughs> so, so, there are a lot of discussions being had there with uh, football heavyweights around the state of the club and future of the club and so on. So he comes back um, to Melbourne and starts to even speak more widely to St Kilda people about their future. And, and one person put it to me today that he didn't envisage uh, Brett Ratton holding up a premiership, premiership cup um, as Saints coach when he really um, got down to it. And, this, is very, um, this is very Alan Scott, Mark Williams all over again. <laughs> it's a bit like that. And then, um, look, then uh, they make one appointment out of the football review, which is to appoint Jeff Walsh yeah. um, as football manager. And David Rath has to um, realise that his expectation that he would be football manager is no longer and they will have to work and learn off Jeff. Um, Jeff doesn't start till November the 1st and he's, um, he's had no role in the decision to get rid of Brett Ratton. I'm sure he would have been aware of it yesterday. Um, but he's had nothing to do with the review. He's a spin out of the review. And then um, uh, Andrew Bassett and Simon Lethleen make it clear to Brett Ratton on Sunday night or Monday morning um, that his job is in serious jeopardy um, and then spend the next few days... Um, talking to him and, and almost seeing if he can convince them that he should continue as the coach um, before they make the decision at the board level yesterday or last night um, while he basically waits at the club for that decision um, that they're going to sack him um, and now everyone considers that you don't make that sort of decision that's going to make you look um, so silly, to use Andrew Bassett's words, um, and also be liable to a payout without having yeah. a fairly strong degree of confidence that you can get someone um, who you think is a better version so, so Pete, or a better this coach is, for your footy club. So, Pete, this is the second time it's happened to Brett Ratton, sacked at Carlton, now sacked at St yeah. Kilda. What is, clearly now there's a knock on Brett Ratton and his coaching. So what yeah. is the impression? What, what's the perception and what is also the reality of his coaching? I think the impression is that he may be not hard enough on players. And I know that's an easy thing to, um, you know, say to people because you need to build a relationship before you can have the strong conversations. And I'm sure Brett does have strong conversations with people, but um, that's the perception that he doesn't necessarily, um, I don't know if the word inspire or whatever the word is, motivate his players to actually make the adjustments that they need to make to become elite AFL players. Um, and be able to direct them in the right manner and get a group working all in the same direction. Um, I think that's probably, there's part of that's true and part of it that the guy hasn't had much of an opportunity to um, show his wares, particularly with the list that they've had. Now, he'd have a different view on the list than the St Kilda president does and clearly the list manager does because James Gallagher was saying on Wednesday that they need to um, improve their list um, to be a serious contender and they're going to take a long time to do that. And Andrew Bassett, the president, says, we think they're not getting enough out of the list. So there's a disconnect there um, that you know has basically run through the last couple of years at St Kilda. Peter, uh, the one thing that seems funny about this is all this timeline. So end of the trade period, the review was actually completed a while ago how they've even gone about talking to Brett Ratton when probably most people think that their mind was already made up. 
Uh, you look, there's whispers all through here in our offices, certainly here in Melbourne, but that that this might have been been coming for a while, and they've already got someone in the pipeline. Are you thinking that there's already someone in the background that that they may be eyeing off? Yeah, well, I mean, everyone in Melbourne thinks that they're eyeing off Ross Lyon, but um, no one knows for certain. He might come out tomorrow and say, I'm not interested, and Simon Lethleen was quite adamant today that they hadn't spoken to Ross Lyon, neither he or Andrew Bassett, but as I wrote in this piece today, that it doesn't take um, much for you at St Kilda to find out what Ross Lyon's thinking without necessarily directly speaking to him. I mean, that's that's... That's just guesswork on my behalf, and certainly Simon Lefleur and Andrew Bassett, I think, have tried to go about it as uh, respectfully as you possibly can in such making such a brutal decision with Brett Ratton. But you wouldn't think you would go to the lengths of removing your coach on what October the fourteenth, mm-hmm. when he's got a two-year deal, without a fair level of confidence that you can land someone that you think will improve your football team. You're not exactly. going to go through a process and say, oh, we're just going for the next untried coach. Mm. I mean, that ain't going to happen. Can they so, forgive Ross Lyon for the way it ended last time? I think they can. I think Bassett's a fan. Um, look, it'll be a question for the supporters. Yeah. Um, certainly he'll have, he'll have a lot of um, backing within the uh, St Kilda Footy Club and with the AFL industry, I suppose, or, or at least belief that he can drag them up the ladder. Um, and he's also got Lenny Hayes has come on as an assistant. Mm. I mean, it remains to be seen whether he's the man, but um, certainly Nathan Buckley is not going to go down no, this path. Um, Luke Beveridge is um, contracted and he's looking at extending. He won't be going, Bulldog sources say, and so... You know, it's 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 hard. Don Pike's well and truly um, settled in Sydney, and it's hard to think of many others. Leon Cameron settled in Sydney that would can't fit say, the bill. Can't say Ken Hinckley on this station here in South Australia, though, can we, Pete? Oh, just really, <laughs> just really throw the cat amongst the pigeons. No, no, I think Ken's he's been well there once before. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think no, he's going back either. No, no, he went with Bidey, didn't he? Yeah, Why is that no, that day? didn't end well at all. Hey, uh, Pete, no, looking no. forward to reading your article uh, in The Age, mate. Uh, thanks so much for coming on and having a chat. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, Pete. Always good to chat. Pleasure. Peter Ryan there from The Age. Looking forward to that article. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.